0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Working Image Podcast. I am your host, Jared Michael Gordon. This is Episode 1, Website Accessibility. Let's get started. So this podcast promises to talk about current topics that will affect your business within the design community. And I know that website accessibility isn't the most exciting of topics. However, it is extremely important to your business today. And as of this recording in late September of 2022, the hot topic is website accessibility. So why is it a hot topic? Because companies large and small all over the United States are being sued because their website is not accessible. The possibility of being sued shouldn't be your driving force to make your website accessible. It should be because everybody, including people with disabilities, have the right to be able to use your website. So what happened? How did this all come about? What's the history of this? Well, in 2018, the DOJ clarified that websites are considered places of public accommodation and should therefore comply with the Americans with Disability Act, also known as the ADA, which was signed into law by President Bush in 1990. The part of the ADA that affects the way that businesses serve customers is called Title 3. So you'll hear accessibility legislation referred to as ADA Title 3. One last piece of uh, legal jargon. U.S. courts refer to WCAG 2.1 AA, I know that's a lot, as the accessibility standard. WCAG stands for Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. Now, these guidelines are about a thousand pages long, and you are responsible to be compliant with all of them. But more on that a little bit later. What started happening was that groups of people were and still are finding company websites that are not ADA compliant and suing those companies for a crazy amount of money. These cases are settled out of court, these groups make their money, and they move on to the next target. By the way, the average ADA website lawsuit settlement is about $35,000. In addition, Google will discount your search result standings if your website is not accessible. This means you will slip further and further down in Google rankings as your competition makes their websites accessible. I don't know about you, but I don't go to page two of Google for any results. If you're not on page one, I'm not looking. But let's take the good out of this situation. Website accessibility has been a problem and is now being brought to light. And every company needs to ensure that they're compliant because it's the right thing to do. So how do you do that? Like I mentioned earlier, the web content accessibility guidelines are about a thousand pages long. Yes, you can find an abridged version and get to the guts of the solution, but your company is still responsible for every word of those guidelines. And notice how I said your company, not your web developers, not your web designers, not your web hosting company. Your company is responsible for your website to be ADA compliant. But before we can discuss the solutions, you need to understand that your website is a living, breathing entity of your business. You're going to hear me say that a lot in this podcast because that entity has to be curated and maintained Every day. Website accessibility is no different. It's always in a state of curation. There's always something new to do or to update. And that's why accessibility is a difficult task. Going back to the solutions for a minute, the first and well, the most obvious solution, but the most costly solution is to hire a web designer or a developer to concentrate only on your website accessibility. For the majority of company owners listening to this podcast, this solution is not feasible. You're not going to just drop 150 k plus benefits on a new hire to take care of your accessibility, which is only one aspect of your website. But what I suggest to my clients is to use something called an accessibility plugin, which think of it as code on top of your website that manipulates your website for people with disabilities. Those manipulations are only seen by that one user and is not changing the website for everybody. The changes are only specific to that user for the time that they're using the website. Now there are several accessibility plugins to choose from, but basically the Coke and Pepsi of the industry right now is a plugin called UserWay and a plugin called Accessibility. These plugins can be easily installed on most websites and will allow people with disabilities to use your website. They use WCAG 2.1 AA standards as their guide for plugins that's the standards that we were talking about before. That's 1,000 pages long. So when something is changed or updated, they're right on top of it. They're going to fix it, or should I say they're going to update their plugins, and you'll be notified of the changes. When you pair one of these plugins with a thoughtful accessibility statement, it's highly unlikely you'll be sued. I say highly unlikely because this is never 100%. Someone can always find a way to sue you. It's never 100%. But at least you're doing everything you possibly can to keep your site compliant with accessibility. And Google will not discount your search result standings because they see you're using these plugins and they're showing that you care about accessibility. And that's all Google really wants. So how much do these plugins cost? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. They cost $500 a year. Now, keep in mind, the average ADA website lawsuit settles for $35,000. Remember when we went over that before? $500 a year to stay compliant, or as close to it as you possibly can, or a $35,000 lawsuit. I'm going to go with the $500 per year. Now, there is a free version of both these plugins. You might say, oh, I'm going to take the free version. The free version doesn't cover you 100%. In fact, it's very limited on what it can do. But it is a free version. Now, I don't know if these companies set up the plugins to be an answer for the following example, but one of my clients is a, uh, a food pantry. They're not going to pay, nor do they have the money, to pay $500 a year for this plugin to be compliant. They just don't have it. But I put the free version on their website because that is much as, that's as much as we can do. And it's answering some of the problems. None of us know what the future is going to hold for accessibility. Sometimes in technology, you can predict that these are going to be the next steps or trends over the next, I don't know, 10 years or so. But we, as website developers and um, designers, have literally no idea because the legislation for this isn't 100% locked up. There's always changes made to what can be accessible and what can't be accessible. And of course, you couple that with technology changing on a rapid basis, well, who knows what the future will bring. With any new technology, there are people who have valid points as to why they don't like it, or maybe they feel like it doesn't work. And that is the case with these plugins. But top companies are using these plugins. Companies like Oreo, Hulu, Nintendo, Philips, State Farm, BMW, Johnson's. Who else is using it? I'm just reading a list off of their websites Everlast, uh, Kenneth Cole, Tupperware. These are huge companies and they're using the plugins. So if it's good enough for them, I'm going to say it's good enough for us until something else happens or we get a new set of guidelines that we have to follow. Because, like I said, we can't predict the future. One thing I want everybody to look out for is price gouging when it comes to purchasing these plugins. I've seen web companies, whether they're web designers or web developers, it doesn't matter. I've seen some of them charging $2,500 to make your website accessible. And really, all they're doing is installing this plugin. And God only knows if they're installing the free version on top of that. Links to both these companies will be in the show notes. Make sure you purchase directly from them if you know what you're doing and you can install the plugins yourselves. Or they both have partner programs where they have partnered with web designers and web developers to be able to install these plugins professionally and without price gouging. So the question is now, when should I do this? Is there a timeline? Do I have a cutoff date? And the answer is, you should do this right now. You should have done it yesterday. You should do it today. If you can do it tomorrow, do it as fast as you possibly can. The faster your site is accessible, the better it is for people with disabilities to use your site. The less likely you are to be sued and Google won't penalize you. And that sounds like a win to me. So you want to do this fairly quickly. Well, that's it for episode one of the Working Image Podcast, Website Accessibility. All the relevant information and links are in the show notes. If you have any questions, please email theworkingimage at gmail.com. We know your time is valuable. Thank you for using some of that time to listen. Take care.